What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Extra Point Podcast presented by Bleacher Fan Sports. Don't adjust your headsets. It is Tommy Buns. I am back after my hiatus. It was a shit summer for my schedule, but we are free on evenings again. We are here. We are back, and we have a lot to talk about. As always, we got Jones. We got Sully. They're always here. I'm back. Let's get into it. Boogie Cousins tore his ACL today, guys. This poor son of a bitch cannot catch a break. Dude, my man's has lost out on like $200 million. Like, he lost out on the Supermax getting traded to New Orleans, then loses out on a max contract with his Achilles. Then coming out, he, you figure he's got another prove it year in LA. And you figure next year, maybe he'll get like a, with no injury, he'll get, you know, a $15, $20 million contract, maybe shorter term. And nothing. This guy's going to be on, he's going to be on a vet minimum again next year if he's lucky. I mean, he's going to get a contract from somebody. But, we're talking like he made like twelve million in three years. It could have been like says oh. his net worth is twenty five million. Oh my god! Oh, that's, that's so, so bad. bad. Oh my god! Wait. Oh yeah, and he's like not a person that you can endorse either. So like he does doesn't have endorsement <laughs> deals. I shouldn't laugh because that's so unfortunate, but it's so. And he's, true. Like, and he's like thirty, right? Or like twenty? Yeah. I think he's like twenty eight, twenty nine. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely halfway through his career. At least. Yeah, because he with, played, what, five seasons in Sacramento? Yeah, and with these injuries, I mean, he's probably more than that. Yeah, I mean, that's that's right. I feel bad for him because, like, I don't know. I mean, it, it's bad enough to, like, sustain an Achilles injury, but then to just keep getting, like, kicked <laughs> while you're down. This is the third down. blow. Yeah, and First it's like... Achilles, then you had the, the little hammy, you know... Torn quad. Quad, whatever, and now you got this is the... This is it's a triple threat of ba- bad basketball injuries. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure he'll play another NBA game again. Um, he's young enough where he should be able to come back. But I mean, what is he going to look like? Yeah, I, it, we don't. That's the thing. Like, is it the same like for the Achilles on? I don't know. I know the quad and the Achilles were the same leg. I don't know if it's. Is it better if it's the same leg, or or is it better if it's the it different leg? I know. I know like if it. it's, like, a different injury, it's pretty common for it to happen on the other leg because, like, you're favoring the other leg. Yeah. Um, just looking where the yeah, – he's 29. He turned 29 two days ago, August 13th. Birthday. He was born in 1990. That's crazy. I'm six months older than Boogie Cousins. This man has made no money. That's crazy. He played. He's played for fucking seven years in the NBA, and, and he like he's a no perennial. He, he put up MVP numbers for like four of those years, five of those years. Sorry, nine, nine seasons. He came in in 2010. He got drafted fifth overall by the Kings. I mean, yeah, he's putting he up. Made, all, he made all a he made a hundred grand in Kentucky. So yeah, you know? it's true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he put up. Over twenty-two points a game for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight seasons. Over how many points? Twenty-two point seven was his lowest in that eight seasons. Twenty-seven point eight was his highest. I mean, yeah, he could score. He could 
passed terrifically. He could he was great rebounder, um, good screener. He really did it all. Yeah, so he's end. averaged almost he's averaged high fours or over five assists three three seasons. Yeah, he's such a good passer. And pass. over a steal a game every single year of his career. He was really the best passing center before Nikola Jokic came along. Yeah, he was. And then Jokic just, just I mean, just blows everyone out of the water. But what is now? What is this? Uh, you know, treading away from poor Demarcus. What does this mean for the Lakers? Does it really hurt them a lot? Is it a little? Vegas, little... Vegas says it doesn't affect them one bit. <clears throat> Their odds didn't shift one bit. Doesn't shock me too much because they were probably going to bring him off the bench, and they probably, uh, probably Kyle Kuzma can be the third. There's going to be that third guy. Also, I feel like where where did this happen? Like I feel they were just like like yeah. yeah. By the way, he tore his ACL. Like, was he working out with somebody? Was he like playing scrimmages? Was he like what, what was he doing? Was he just like walking down the street? Like I don't know what happened. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, uh, I I'm gonna assume he was training, uh, like training in the gym during a workout in Las Vegas on Monday. Some sort of like explosion basketball like on the court thing I would feel like imagine if it was like suicides uh, be, that'd be rough yeah knee injuries suffered during a workout in Las Vegas on Monday so this happened a few this happened on his birthday or the day before his birthday that sucks so bad <clears throat> yeah you hate to see that I mean yeah like I said yeah. I'm just you know you want to see you want to see him get one legitimate shot at being a player again yeah, I mean, I feel like he, he, I mean, the path for him to follow in the footsteps of maybe a Derrick Rose is the uh, possible pathway for him. Similar ages, uh, you know, Derrick Rose has made a pretty solid comeback here for everything he's gone through. You know, they're both going to be similar, not, you know, they're not going to be, you know, they're not going to blow you off the uh, stat sheet defensively or anything, but they'll, you know, they'll they'll score a little, they'll... Uh, They'll pass. They'll, they'll, you know, they'll do their things, but defensively, they, they both obviously can't do much. So they're gonna. Maybe you can score. Maybe it'll be a sixth man off. I don't know. I the mean, good it's so thing about down. Boogie is he can shoot. He can shoot. He can pass. So he yeah. he has value. Like that, you know, he can play the high post and just kind of facilitate from there. Hit jumpers. You know, space the floor. He he has yeah. a place in the NBA, no matter how athletic he is over the next five to eight years. Yeah, he didn't look very athletic this year. No. I mean, he had a noticeably terrible year, but you look at his numbers, he's st- what, still 17 and 8? Something like that? 17 and 7? Something like I thought it was a little less, but yeah, it was it was, it was, it was significant. It was uh, it was definitely impactful. Um, Six, 16.3 and 8.2. Yeah. I mean, he rebounds. He, bo- I mean, even when he can't jump, he can't. He can't jump, and he's still rebounding. Eight point two was his lowest total since his rookie year. Just, at eight point six. He's just a body out there. Like he's just so massive. Like he's like he's like a planet. Like he's just so wide and long. Like he could just. Is like the circumference just grab anything? I feel like. Like what? What was his best rebounding year? Fourteen point one. Best rebounding year was in twenty fourteen fifteen. Oh wait, oh. no, nope. I take that back. His best rebounding year was was last year with the his second half of the no his his the year he tore the the year he tore the Achilles with the Pelicans. He was having his best overall season. 
arguably. 25.2 points per game, 12.9 rebounds. So, yeah, 13 rebounds a game. And what was his most rebounds in a season, though, I said? 12.9. 12.9 that season. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. And that, think about it, that was sharing rebounds with Anthony Davis. Yeah. That's and it's so sad. Did you, they they're gonna rejoin in in LA? You think because they you know they they had the they had it in the in New Orleans and then you know Boogie obviously leaves and AD wants and he's oh they're gonna get reunited you know they're gonna they're gonna get and nope <laughs> we're not gonna see it again. Imagine those, I mean imagine they landed Zion with both those guys still in house. He hasn't played fifty games. Since 2016-17. So it's been two full seasons since he's played even close to that. And before that, I mean, he played 72 games in 16-17, uh, 65 in 15-16, 59 in 14-15. Like, he hasn't come close to a full season in a long Sounds time. Sounds like Derrick Rose. Yeah, I mean, he's, yeah. he's never played a full season. His, his rookie year, he played 81 games, and that was his highest. He's never gone above 75 since then. It's only a two, yeah. three seasons out of the next six or seven in, in above above seventy games. Yeah, that's that's crazy. He's only played eight career playoff games. That's pretty wild as well. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, did he really? Even I know play Sacramento. Like, it, was all, it was all with. Yeah. It was all with the Warriors. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but that, that that's some sad news, you know. I like Boogie. I really was hoping that was going to be a good situation for him in L.A., but it doesn't even look like he's going to get to play there now. Yep. Sorry, we'll take him and Anthony Davis away from them next year if they want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dave. Get, start getting your hopes up again. I love I'll, that. I'll carry that burden if they, if they don't <laughs> we want love, it. We love to see that. Start, start getting your hopes up again. You know, maybe you'll get the number one pick this year. Maybe uh, maybe, maybe Kyrie. We're yeah, gonna, maybe. Yeah, I'm thinking we'll win like 39, 39 games. Just miss out on the playoffs by one game. Hit the lottery, number one pick as the 14 seed, and then uh, you know just kind of go from there. And then AD comes in, and and then you know that he primes it for Giannis the next year. So it's really just a plan's all in place. Right, you guys, you, you didn't want to sign Kevin Durant and miss out on that year. It's you, you, it, This worked out. Them going to Brooklyn really, yeah. it, it worked out. Yeah, yeah. See I, the wheels turn, Dave. I remember um, all this Brooklyn trash when they got Joe Johnson, Darren Williams, Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, all, the whole crew. They were ready to crown these guys the king of New York, and they didn't do dick. Well, the Knicks suck, Dave. But one team in New York that doesn't suck is the Yankees. They are kicking the shit out of everybody. They got the shit kicked out of them tonight, but they are just slapping everybody, especially the Orioles. But, I mean, they are. They have the best yeah. record in baseball, tied with the Dodgers, 81 wins right now. They're, what, 81 and 41? In the game. Dodgers now because the Dodgers lost, but the Yankees going to lose today, so they'll have the same. Right, so they'll both be 81 and 42 after today. Yeah. But – Nonetheless, that's insane. I mean, they have the biggest lead I've seen in years in the AL East. I mean, uh, they're uh, they're seventeen and a half games above the Red Sox. They are what eight games above the ten games ahead of the Rays. The AL East is pretty much theirs. It's like the Red Sox last year being that far ahead at this time. Like, yeah, the the division's over. 
I hate that Gio Urshela's going off. Yeah, you guys are just, it's insane. And the fact that you don't even have Stanton, you haven't had Stanton pretty much all season, and Judge is a shell of himself. I like to forget that John Carlos Stanton's on our team. Like, yeah. Oh, by the way, we have that guy who's pretty good. And, and he's making, I, I mean, and he's making so much money. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's this, where where is he going to be traded to? It's almost like the writing's on the wall. They're going to, oh, back at the track, gone. Is it Alonzo again? No, Frazier. 7 uh, nothing. Oh, it's all these but, Mets. But, um, I mean, I just feel like they need to trade him, but I don't feel like they have any leverage right now because of the contract and because of, his value being low-ish for him, but I mean, I don't. I mean, they don't need him. They got this kid Talkman. I mean, they got F- Frazier waiting in the wings. Um, you know, Gardner's old, but Gardner's having a you know revitalized season. Uh, obviously, Mr. Judge Hicks is, is signed up for six, seven years. They are deep in the outfield. <clears throat> yeah, and that's not even to mention like guys like Florial, who's you know a five-tool player waiting in the wings. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, Florio's talented, but I'll believe it when I see it with him. I feel like he gets injured when he, you know, puts on his shoes. A guy's yeah. always, but, um, but still, yeah, he's another. That'd be like their sixth guy. So, <clears throat> I don't know who they'll potentially trade him to, but I feel like they ha- almost have to. Yeah, maybe like the well, Reds like you, you, I, don't know. I can I see like the Reds going all in because they're just like in the all in mode of just trading for everyone. Like, what's yeah, crazy is like if. If they don't trade him, they basically get him for free because, like, he's going to opt in to that contract. Like, no one's going to give him close to that amount of money for the rest. And that contract basically carries him to pretty close to the end of his career. And if he opts in in 2020, then the Marlins have to pay his salary the next year. Yeah. So yeah, they have to pay $30 million and he's scheduled to make 26 so – You'll even the next year you'll get him for twenty five rather than twenty nine too. So yeah, and it's almost like okay if you hang on to him in another year and then you sit there, you can offer him to a small market team and be like, hey, uh, he's free next year. So if you want to give us one of your nice young starting pitchers, then he's yours because <clears throat> you won't have to pay for him. Like send him yeah. to fucking San Diego for one of their young guns or something. You can't. I mean, he's still he's hurt. He's hurt, but he's still John Carlos Stanton. Like he, let's not act like he's not a good baseball player anymore. Oh yeah, I mean, he's a good guy that's going to hit 500 home runs in his career at least. I mean, um, great power hitter, but I mean, he's not really what the Yankees need uh, defensively, a liability, striking out a lot. I mean, they need the Gio Urshelas of the world, the DJ LeMayus. Um, I don't know where Mike Talkman plays into it, or if it's just a hot stretch, but they need those types of contact hitters. Um, young Gleyber Torres, people like that, so I don't know. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it was just Stan was always like a luxury. It was like, oh, that's that's it? That's all we have to give you for him? We have to give yeah. you a second baseman that we weren't going to keep anyways and, and some mediocre prospects? Yeah, deal. Like, yeah. We'll take Starling the NL MVP. so disappointing to me. I just, I, Although I can't he's been on a fucking tear lately. He's been killing it the last what, month what or is so. He back? What is he batting for the year? Two seventy? I don't know, but he's batting like almost four hundred the last month. Last two weeks, four twenty three, but for the year, two fifty eight. Eleven homers, fifty four RBIs. So, I mean, yeah, he's hot, but I mean, last year, twelve homers, fifty four RBIs, two seventy eight. Like, I'm good on 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 Starling Castro, who can't defend and can't run. Yeah, like, I mean, he's just I, so I'm mediocre. Good on him too. Yeah, I, 
he ripped it up that one half season with the Yankees, batting like 330, 320, and then just fell off a cliff. And then Yeah, the year they blew expectations out of the water, 2017, they, he was yeah, real he good. Was just, yeah. Yeah, another disappointing player that uh, had some news today, Sully, your old friend Matt Harvey. Signed a minor league deal with the A's after, you know, the the Angels released him. What, he went, I think he went like three and four, three and five. Had like a seven-ish ERA and like almost yeah, high. Like he, they, what, they released him like middle of July and now the A's put him on a minor league deal. I don't know, man. I think he's made a decent amount of money, hasn't he? No, he hasn't. Oh, yeah, he really? never made it to his big contract. He never, he never made he never, it to free He's another guy. It's almost like a Boogie Cousins situation, or as Isaiah Thomas, whatever you want to say. Like he put up numbers, but he was on his rookie. You know, he was you know arbitration everything. I don't think he made more than seven or eight million a year with the Mets. So once he, it was his, when his contract year was the year the Mets traded him, and you know he obviously was went to the Reds and didn't really do shit. He had like a five ERA, which is good considering what he is now. But so he never. He never did. Any, I mean, he made a decent amount of money this year. I think. I think he got like. I think he, the Angels gave him like eight and a half or nine million or something. Eleven. Eleven. Yeah, eleven. I don't know if he, he got made, all. Yeah, that. he only made thirty million in his whole career. Uh, I mean, definitely. He, he's not a definitely lot. got some sponsorship money though. Off the he was yeah. he was pretty big in New York for a couple of years. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, I've emotionally went through so many levels with Matt Harvey. I always obviously liked him. And he was cocky, but once the World Series game came where he was, you know, he's like pounding his chest, screaming, dark night, and he goes out for the ninth, even even though that, you know, it didn't work out for him. I always loved him. I'm like, I'm always going to love Matt Harvey after that game. He just pitched with such guts in that World Series game. And then after everything of that, I'm just like, all right, he'll get it back. He'll get it back. And then I'm like, all right, I hate this guy. He just He's a bum. He's lazy. He's arrogant. And then we trade him. You know, he won't go down to the minors. That was terrible. I'm like, fuck this guy. And then, you know, we trade him. And then I'm like, you know, obviously, hate him. I hope he fails. Now I, I just feel bad for him. It's been, he's been so bad that I almost, that I just feel bad for him. I, I, I really just, he's just down. He's on the ground and everyone's kicked him now. How old is he? He's what, like 27, 28? 30. 30. Jesus. He's, yeah, he's not, he's not young. Yeah, I forget. And like the Marcus Cousins, 29. He's, he's like, it's just, I, I don't know. Problem. Baseball I, players don't hit free agency till they're like 27, 28, 29. Yeah. yeah. And even then, some of them are on a rookie contract at that point. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Like, Chris Bryant's going to hit free agency for the first time when he's 30. Insane. <laughs> what? That's ridiculous. It's crazy. I mean, like, you're, luckily well, he, he you're took like... an extension, no? Yeah, I believe so. But it, luckily, you're in a place like Chicago, like... You know, imagine you're in fucking Baltimore, or Cincinnati, or some shit like that. Yeah, that 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 would not be that would not be fun. You end up being like a lifer, like Adam Jones in Baltimore. Yeah, I'm I, I'm all set with all of that. I I would like that would piss me off as a professional athlete. Yeah, you're making millions of dollars, but like, at the end of the day, like that, no matter how much you're making, it it sucks not to be able to pick where you live in a sense, like. That's why I thought Bryce Harper's deal was terrible for every party involved. Yeah, Everyone's locked years. in. Everyone's locked into that. I mean, Bryce Harper's raising his family there for the next 12 years. Like, But he he doesn't have a no-trade clause, right? 
No, that's the thing. That's why. Where did they him. just? Where did they just deal him at? Like you know, age thirty four, thirty three, and he's got to play the last five years of his contract in, I don't know, fucking Milwaukee or some shit. <laughs> I feel like somehow they'll get out of it. I, I mutually, I don't know, but if you got to pick one one team, one city in in, in baseball. Team included, lifestyle included, everything. What would be the last place you'd want to go? Future outlook, team, how good the team is, city. What's your dead last place like situation you want to be in in baseball? Royals. Yeah. Kansas City, that's a good one. Yeah. Can't lie, that's a good one. Kansas City for sure because you're literally in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. And Kansas City sucks. I was going to say my pick was going to be the Baltimore Orioles, but – but at least like you're in like you're on the east coast. You're close to DC. You're close to Philly. You're close to like you, you're you're within... close to civilization. That's yeah, that's, yeah close exactly, to civilization. exactly. And it is a historic park and team. Yeah, and Baltimore, like you, trust me, Baltimore's got plenty of shitty parts, but it's it's got some nice parts. And it's got some nice suburbs. Like you're not you're not committing suicide in Baltimore. Toronto's an interesting two, one, too, because it's just not this country. Yeah, Toronto would be up there for me. But I mean, they're also going to be good in the future. Honestly, Toronto might be last for me. Might be my pick. Just because, like... But even even with... even it, even I'm saying even with how the... Um, even... Um, I'm saying even, like, like, whole thing, like, team, the team's success now and future success, like... Like, if I'm a star are, player, I, I think I'm... If I'm a star player, I'm not worried about, like, the team so much. Like, I want a team that's willing to, like, spend money and build around me, which is why Kansas City is just such a shitty option because they're not. Yeah. But, like, I, the whole thing, like, and this goes for the Raptors in the NBA too, like, people don't think about, like, the life shit that, like, like you're, you have kids, they're Canadian. Like, you have, yeah, they're, not, they're raised they're in Canadian like, yeah. schools, like, you, like getting trade to a Toronto team. That's, that's your your phone plan is all different. It's completely different phone company. Like your fucking TV channels are different. Like pe- half the country speaks French. Like it's a, it's a different fucking world. Like you go like we we just went to Montreal like a mo- two months ago, and it's like you're a half hour over the border of America, but <coughs> you're in a different country and you feel it. Like it's noticeable, and it's just like yeah, people are speaking English, but like. It's different. You you feel it. You know it's different laws. It's different. The government works differently. Like college yeah. is. It's just shit you don't like think about. Like fucking grocery stores are different there. Like it's just yeah. it's little things you don't think about that are just like, oh yeah, America's like yeah, yeah I want to be there. Let me, let I have me be in that place. One. I have another good one. Seattle. Seattle's Seattle's. I would not be my pick, but it's it, it, Seattle has its moments. Seattle's one of those places. Everyone like that is from there or lives there like loves it, but like it loves it. But they have the highest not, suicide rate in the country. So that's true. I, it's 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 the weather's terrible. The weather. I know it's got. It definitely has some attractive parts. It's down there, and the Minnesota would be down there too for me. But they have a good team. Other than that, but the lifestyle, Minnesota. I'm good on Minnesota. Yeah, good on negative thirty. Although I do hear the Twin Cities are so much fun in the summer, but summer is fucking six weeks long. Yeah, and then and then you got you know negative minus forty. The, this winter is probably minus forty. Yeah, bro, they got sidewalks underneath the grounds to walk. Like they're like subways for walking because you can't go outside in the fucking winter. That's ridiculous. Imagine like going from your house to your car to like a underground parking lot, walking in a tunnel like to your office, and then back home. Like 
you're out of your house for like nine hours and you never like are out physically like outside in the sun yeah it's like alaska it's like alaska at least in Alaska, in the summer, it's 23 hours of light. It's just daytime all day. Uh, Detroit would be pretty bad, too. Yeah, Detroit's, Detroit's up there. Detroit's up there. Cincinnati. Yeah. Although Detroit has really nice suburbs. Yeah, and Cincinnati has Skyline Chili. So there's that. That's true. Um. <laughs> Cincinnati is basically fucking Kentucky. I mean, it's literally, yeah. it's across the river. Basically, um, Dave. Another thing with the Yankees. What did you see this video of Brian Cashman getting? Oh, it's, it's insane. Gunpoint. <laughs> My favorite part. I sent in the chat saying, "Just the cops, like, yeah, uh, you look kind of familiar." He just looks at him with this like dead glare. He's like, "Yeah, I'm the GM of the New York Yankees." <laughs> yeah, I didn't steal this yeah. Jeep. <laughs> yeah. I didn't steal this twenty-four thousand dollar Jeep Wrangler. Yeah, it's... Uh, I made $24,000 yeah. since we started this conversation. <laughs> uh, well, it's funny because they thought... First, they thought he was a guy in a doctor's office who had a gun. Then they thought he stole the car. So they were just had him as he was armed and in a stolen vehicle. <laughs> I can't imagine what you're going through your mind when you're just, like, at a traffic light and all of a sudden, like... It's like ten cops just pointing guns at you to like get the fuck out of your car. That's yeah, a, that's some that's some my cousin Vinny shit right there. Yeah, driver, shut the car up. Step out, walk backwards. You're like, what? Just don't put forty bullets in me. I've seen the news. Just don't do it, yeah. <laughs> please. Yeah. <laughs> like, give me give me five seconds to explain myself. Whatever you need me to do, I'm doing it. I'm complying. Just don't yeah. pull the fucking trigger. Yeah, that's... probably the probably the most underrated part of the story is that you know they completely searched his car. He had nothing he should not have. So Brian Cashman living a very normal life. Like... Was it in Tampa or was it in New York? I think it was in Tampa. That's why I feel it like, because like he ain't driving a Jeep Wrangler in New York. Yeah, like he's got some crazy car or he's got a full time limo to the stadium. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, he. De- yeah, there's no way he's driving that to the stadium. Let's see. Let's see Yo, what... the ball just went through Alonzo's glove. Like a broken glove. <laughs> like literally, yeah, it just went. And he, he's getting a new glove right now. Literally, just it literally just skipped. Th- it literally went right through the seams of the glove. Jesus. Like he caught it. It was low. He caught it and it just went went through to the. Rolled through to the uh, to the first row almost. Oh no, it was in Connecticut. Oh, well, he's not he's not smoking any pot. He's not boozing. He's not. Oh, that actually makes sense because the cop was like, he's like, yeah, I used to see you over. I forget what town it was, but it was some northeast town. Yeah, yeah, and he was like at the bagel place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that makes yeah. sense. So yeah, he lives in Greenwich or, or Darien or one of the two. I can't Darien. remember which one. Darien. I'm still not over this play, guys. How, how do you how do you score that? Is it an error? It's an error. It's yeah. an error. Yeah, but I, I we've seen it happen before. It gets carded as an I error. I know, but like I, I guess it's got to be an error. But like it really isn't. Yeah, I mean maybe they do one of those things where it's like it's not an error because it was hit so hard or something like. 
you know, you can't. It's not expect. It's not considered a routine play. Right. Yeah, he shouldn't. Wasn't check hit that team. hard though. It it was an error. It was ruled an error. Ah, that's the worst. Yeah, hate to see that. Yeah, hate to see. I mean, sometimes numbers are so skewed. Like when it comes to ERA or whatever, and you don't defense playing behind you and whatever. Who was that? That wasn't Derek Carr. Who is the uh oh fucking Glennon? Glennon Just the fifty-three yard touchdown. Yo, I, yo, I like Glennon. I is like that Glennon. his first career touchdown? <laughs> it might be. Jesus Christ! No, Mike, Mike Glennon them. is not. Mike Glennon's a good backup quarterback. He just dropped a dime. Like whoever I think it was Gafford yeah. was way out, dude. Wide open, just drops a dime on a post route. He's like Brock Osweiler. He just like signed a big contract, didn't really get a chance to start. I mean, Brock got a chance to start and was terrible, but like Glennon was only only in Tampa, really. He's just like low key, yeah, but like for like a half a season or a season. No, he was there a few seasons. He was there when Sims was there. Sims' son was there. He was the starter for that long. I thought it was like one, maybe two years. Oh, as a starter? No, he wasn't a starter. No, he was there on the team for a few years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a whole rookie contract, so like four or five years. But. Yeah, three years, and then he was at Chicago last year, and then Arizona. No, two years ago, Chicago, Arizona last year. Yeah, because Chicago signed him. They pulled like the Matt Flynn with Russell Wilson. They signed him, and then fucking drafted Mitch. Yes. Yep. Exactly. Like he never I- he never started the game for Chicago. I don't think, or if he did, it was only a couple before Trubisky came in. Yeah, I think it was like first two weeks, and then Trubisky by week three was a starter. Dude, talk about a team I'm so I think is so overhyped this year, the Bears. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, their defense isn't their defense is gonna be good. It's gonna be great still, but it's not gonna have the phenomenal <laughs> year they had last year. Just doesn't happen. They don't it's rare defenses are back to back number one defense. And Yeah, they'll be they'll they'll take a step back regardless. And Trubisky's he's not good. Like I don't know not, <laughs> I don't know how to good. say it. Like he's, he's just not, not good. Mark San- he's he's not better than Mark Sanchez. I think the only thing he has on Mark Sanchez is he's mobile. Yeah. Run. Yeah, I don't I, I, that. I, I see a lot of Mark Sanchez in him. I don't know. I mean, maybe he's more talented. He probably is more talented, but um, I don't know. I, I don't just know. don't I mean, know. Like, show me game, show me got... why he's good outside of wins and losses. Get, and you can't. It's a rhetorical question. It doesn't exist. The numbers don't exist. Yeah. So... Yeah, I that mean, I, little, I that was our little touch I like, on the NFL. I like I like Minnesota, or Green Bay in that division. I like Green Bay a lot this year. I think Green Bay is gonna have a good year. I like them as a I like them as a Super Bowl team. Wow, I feel like we've said that a lot. We have said that a lot, but they've made um they made actual improvements on defense this year. I thought they had a great draft. I thought they had a great um off season in general. Uh, addressed the offensive line. They addressed. Their defense, they hit on both. They drafted two cornerbacks last year. They hit on both of them. They're both studs. Uh, Alexander and, and Jackson. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm big on the Packers this year. And apparently Aaron Rodgers can't stop talking about uh, Scan, uh, nah, Scantling, the, his number two oh, wide really? receiver. Oh, really? Valdez Scantling? Yeah. Yeah, apparently he's he's all about him. Um so he's, well, he's, he always creates some some new wide receiver and turns him into star. He did that with Devontae Adams. Yeah, that's true. He did that with Randall Cobb. He did that with Jordy Nelson. He did that with everybody. He did yeah, that with Jermichael Finley. 
No one yeah. was big when they got to Green Bay. Who? I said no one was big when they got to Green Bay. They even drafted a top receiver. I mean, no. Uh, Greg Jennings, great in Green yeah. Bay. Didn't do shit else elsewhere. Oh. Granted, he Don was older. Driver is the only one that you could really say like came like was already established. Was already like the. He was more Brett Favre. Yeah, that's Brett Favre's guy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I I, I like the Packers a lot this year. I think they're going to win eleven, twelve games. I mean, you know, and if they give the ball to Aaron Jones, if they feed Aaron Jones, yeah. I heard they want to run the ball more. LaFleur wants to run the ball more. So, I mean, I, I'm all for running the ball more and making it less, um, you know, less predictable in regards to, you know, shotgun, you know, he's going to throw it, you know, set up more, you know, third and shorts rather than – so I feel like the Packers would have so many third and longs. Yeah, I was reading some stuff from the Packers beat writers, and they were saying that uh, LaFleur's offense is, like, pretty like, dem- pretty democratic in that sense where a lot of people touch the ball, a lot of – like. So I don't might know how. Good for Adams. Yeah, might not yeah. be good for Adams. I mean, like, not that he'll get uh, his. Obviously, yeah. Traditionally, you're thinking about Adams as like a top. I mean, top three or four or five receiver. Like maybe he's six, seven, eight now. If if yeah. that goes right, you know, still great, still going to be a top receiver. Um, but maybe you don't, you know, with yeah. maybe McC- you don't reach for him. You don't. Yeah, exactly. Um, because be he's happy, in that OBJ yeah. category, like I feel like fantasy wise and stuff, he's like he's there. Yeah, yeah, he really like is. He's Julio, just as he's Julio, just as good as Julio, OBJ, Michael Thomas, all those guys yeah. in fantasy. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm excited for the Packers this year. Speaking of fantasy, next week we've got a big guest coming. We got Fantasy Couch coming on the pod to talk everything fantasy, which is going to be good because everyone's got their drafts coming up. I just had my first one the other night, had the first overall pick. Not a big deal. Took Alvin Kamara. Yikes. Yeah. Is, uh, did I miss that Saquon Barkley was out for the year? Uh, no, Dave. I'm just taking oh, – that's odd. That's odd. Uh, it's not going to be a uh, running back by committee in uh, New Orleans this year, and Kamara's going to get all of Ingram's touches. So, uh, I don't know about that. They got Latavius Murray. Latavius Murray. Yeah, but Murray, didn't he get hurt last year? Oh, he'll, get, he'll get more. No, Murray had a great year last year. Murray had a very good year. I mean, he's old. They'll get, he'll get more carries than he did last year. He'll get more touches than he did last year. Like He's not what Ingram is, but he'll still... I mean, there'll still be some sort of split. Did you know there. the Saints have finished uh, the last six or seven seasons? Let me check the stat uh, for sure. The Saints have had the number one fantasy backfield in the NFL, and the year yeah. that the year that they didn't have the number one, they were number two. It's always someone. It's always yeah. It's always uh, Mar and Ingram, Ingram and well, Ingram and Bush. Even I feel like. It's a, yep. it's a uh, I mean, it goes yep. all the way back to Pierre Thomas. Um, Pierre Thomas, he was he was good, low key. Yeah, yeah, he had, he had really good years. So Pierre Thomas, Reggie Bush, and one other guy. Who was yes, the third okay. guy? One, two, three, four. Who was the other guy with six, Pierre Thomas, Reggie Bush, and? Okay, yeah. So the last nine years, seven of them, they've had the number one backfield in fantasy. The other two years, they were second. Including first the last the last three years, two of the last three years, both, in, both Ingram and uh, and Kamara were 
top ten running backs. Wait, did you just say Pierre Thomas died? No, not literally. Oh. I'm saying he was like a solid, he was a solid, like, he was a solid, like, second running back. He'd give them, like, 500, 600 yards and, like, you know, he'd catch 50 balls or so. Like, he had his role. I'm just trying to think of that third monster. Like, like, like he was solid for a while and then he just, like, disappeared, like, a few years ago. Who was it? It was Pierre Thomas, Reggie Bush. I'm trying to think the third guy. Darren Sproles. They Darren Sproles, yeah. Darren Sproles, Pierre Thomas, Chris Ivory, Kiri Robinson. Yeah, Chris Ivory. Yeah, no, they. I'm I'm big on them. But yeah, back to what Tommy was saying. Really excited for the guest next week. Um, it's one of the biggest names in uh, in all of fantasy football. Um, check out his YouTube channel on the uh, you know in the next couple days uh, at the Fantasy Couch. Um, but yeah, he'll be on next week for our fantasy football episode. Um, probably be a nice long episode discussing everything for fantasy football um, you need for your draft. Um, so we're excited to have him on. Um, and he's excited to join us. So be sure to stay tuned and listen up next week. Yeah. That's it. Yes. For the viewers, should we take notes? For the viewers? For, should should the viewers take notes? Yeah. I, I mean, you're yeah. talking about, of course, you're talking about one of the premier names in fantasy football advice. Yeah. Best, you have a best-selling best, book. Best-selling, best-selling author, How to Play Fantasy Football. Look it up on Amazon. Go buy a copy. Support the support the troops. The Amazon. Yeah, go give Jeff Bezos some money so he can make up for all the money he lost in that divorce. Maybe we'll do a giveaway. We'll give away uh, some signed copies of the book. I'm sure he'll be willing to do that. Um, we'll have to talk to him about that, but that would be cool. Um, Ooh, yeah, we're gonna give them away to me. No, you can get one. Maybe. Maybe <laughs> I, I, I might. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna pick up the book. How much yeah, does the book cost? Uh, Twenty dollars. Free shipping. 20 bucks? Yeah. All right. Does he have an ebook that someone reads? If not, I volunteer to read his audiobook, not ebook, audiobook. I don't know, but we can inquire about that too. Yeah, yeah. next week that's going to be my first question. I'm going to ask him if he has an audiobook. <laughs> if not, I'm going to offer to do one for him. I'll get the book and I'll read him a passage through it. But it'll be like real dramatic. I'll do like a real like dramatic interpretation of it. It'll be great. I'm sure. I'm sure he'll he'll love it. That's fantastic. Now he's a great he's a great guy. Um, it'll be it'll be a fun episode, a fun segment. It'll be as as good of the fantasy football information as as there is out there. Um, he does this for a living, and that, this is what he does twelve months a year. Is you know dedicated to fantasy football. So uh, be sure to tune in, and as always, be sure to follow us along on all the social medias. Um, that will be it for this week, boys. Have a good one. See you.